it simple. I'm your host Prajakta and this podcast will help you uncover the root causes to your gut issues, help you heal and nurture your gut through the healing power of nutrition and healthy lifestyle modifications. I will be sharing quick and easy tips that you can implement right away to solve your gut health puzzle. Hey, welcome back to another episode. I'm a registered dietitian, founder and CEO of Right Nutrition Works, and I'm so glad you have joined me today. Hello, everyone. I am Prachakta, registered dietitian and a gut health expert. Welcome to another episode of my podcast, Your Gut Health Puzzle Made Simple. And I'm very excited for today's podcast episode because today's podcast episode, I have a special guest and it's going to be on a topic called slowing down to speed up your metabolism. I am so lucky to be joined today by Emily Geyser. It is so wonderful to have you, Emily. Welcome. Thank you so much. I'm looking forward to this chat. Absolutely. I'm excited as well. So before we begin today's episode, I'm just going to do a quick read on Emily. Emily Geyser is a life and wellness coach for women who are exhausted and juggling too many balls. She takes a food first approach to wellness while incorporating other aspects of healthy living, rewiring thoughts and beliefs and nervous system regulation. Tune into her podcast on topics of alternative health and wellness called You Da What. Emily, did I say that right? You you sure did. I say you the what? But yes, you don't have to say it like that. Okay. All right. So as Emily said, you the what? Emily also offers private and group coaching. So here we will get into some Q&A and I am super excited uh, to know what Emily gets on the table today for us. Mm-hmm. So should we start, Emily? I think we should. Let's do it. Okay, great. So I know we all are busy. We have a very busy and even stressful life. So everybody is on the go, 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 one after another. So being in today's busy and stress world and life, what's the real correlation between uh, that busy and stress and digestion? Yeah, I mean, let's just say that being busy is impacts so many things in our health and wellness, right? And digestion is just one of those. But I think people are surprised that it actually makes a big, that it can quiet your metabolism, it can slow metabolism down. We have this idea that staying busy, maybe it keeps our metabolism really active too. And that's just not true because well, because of the dynamics with our nervous system when we're busy, when when we're stressed. So I'm sure you've talked about the how stress, you know, can really pile up and we can, even though we're busy and being productive, we can also um, really just feel that intense stress, like we're being chased by a lion or a bear, right? So absolutely, yeah. the sympathetic nervous system just goes on and when we feel that amount of stress, which in today's 
times, it's basically we're running on that all the time. So mm -hmm. we're kind of living from that place and our sympathetic nervous system is turned on, that's fight or flight. And it basically sends all of our energy away from our belly because we don't need to be digesting when we need to be running from a bear, right? Correct, correct, absolutely. Um, and so engaging the parasympathetic nervous system, that's what helps our body relax after periods of stress. Also, is the, that is the process that helps sustain digestion. So it's really important that before we eat, we're able to turn that parasympathetic nervous system on oh. so that our energy can come back to our digestive process. Mm -hmm. That's, that's really good. So I'm so glad that you kind of uh, explained that so well, uh, the difference between a sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous system. And I, I really like the way you said that uh, when we eat, we really want to make sure that our parasympathetic nervous system system is turned on which will help us with optimal digestion. And yes. um, as you said, that because we are super busy and we are stressed all the time, um, many, many times probably this parasympathetic nervous system is not turned on, right? Absolutely, yes. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, you've seen this in your own practice. I know that mm -hmm. like um, people have experienced a lot of digestive issues. Yes, absolutely. And in, and in fact, if you're eating, let's say you make this healthy, you're trying to be healthier. So you're making, you're eating this delicious kale salad. If you're eating it in a stressed out state, your body is actually not going to absorb the same nutrients that it okay. would if you were in a calm state. So if we're going to go to the effort of like taking care of ourselves and eating well, I think it's really helpful just to also take a little bit of effort to shift that. And that doesn't mean that you need to be like taking a bath before lunch or, and, or, or sitting around and not being productive. But there are just some things you can do to shift that state. Tell yourself that you are not being chased by a bear. Mm, that's good. So, uh, yes, absolutely. I agree that when we eat in a calm state, then that helps with uh, optimal digestion. But not just that, but even with the uh, absorption of nutrients better. Correct. Yeah, I think that's so fascinating. Yes, mm -hmm. it is. Absolutely. So um, what are some um, tips that you can share for busy people to speed up their metabolism naturally or to fire up their metabolism naturally? There's so many things. I know that they sound very simple, but I think the very best one is just taking a deep breath or mm. two before you put your fork mm. in your mouth. So when you sit to the table and your food is in front of you, it's a great time to pause and take a deep breath. Mm -hmm. So are you saying that just take a deep breath and exhale and then you start your meal? That's yes, that would that would certainly help. Or you can take it one step further and in that moment kind of shift the mind from often when we're busy, we're also worrying or planning or kind of in a frantic state of mind. And so shifting that as well to a, a state of gratitude. Hmm. I see. And when there's a plate of food in front of you, there is so much to be grateful for, right? Absolutely. hundred percent. Yeah. I like Whether, that. Yeah. And so when we're feeling grateful, it also adjusts our nervous system. We're no longer in that stress state when we're also feeling gratitude. 
Okay. So um, I hope everyone who is uh, tuning in and listening to this podcast, what Emily said is when we are in gratitude, our parasympathetic nervous system basically uh, turned on or the Turn, switch yeah right? The switch is on and that helps with the optimal digestion and absorption of food, but it also fire up the metabolism naturally. That is really fascinating. Yeah, they're such good. I mean, I think the word hack cheapens everything, but it also like they're good hacks because they're just something quick you can do so that your metabolism is fired up and you can eat. Yep. While you're eating, it's also really great to take small bites of food and Mm. chew them thoroughly. Perfect. Yeah. So do you think that um, everyone should kind of pay attention to how many times they are chewing their food before they swallow that bite of food? Well, I think it's an interesting experiment to do. When I was in my health coach training program, they recommended that we count to 20 for every bite that we took. And that got very tiring. So (laughs) I wouldn't really suggest that people focus too much on it. But I think once you realize like what 20 chews are, you kind of see the difference in like the quick chew and swallowing whole pieces of food versus really kind of masticating the food in your mouth, right? Yeah, absolutely. I think I I like that. And many, many of us are not even thinking about that. Because again, we are always uh, on the go. And many times we are eating while we are working, right? In a meeting on the phone or reading a book or whatever, watching TV. But uh, what you're saying is absolutely right that you don't need to count how many times you're chewing every single meal. But once you get a good idea about uh, what 20 times means, then you should be okay. Like uh, I remember when you were saying this in my gut healing program, I have this um, activity that I have planned for my participants to uh, pick any three meals and kind of chew how many times they, you know, chew their food, basically count them before they swallow. And uh, people get surprised that they are coming to me saying that it could be anywhere between five to 10, many of them. I'm surprised it's that many. That many times. I'm surprised. I feel like people chew a lot faster than that, like a lot less than that. Yes. Uh So I'm kind of happy to hear that that's true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Even I thought between five and 10 times is still too little. Yes. I agree with Mm -hmm. you. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. So absolutely, everybody, um, what Emily said so far is take a deep breath before you start your meal, inhale and deep exhale out. Chew, take small bites and chew your food really, really well. Correct? Correct. Okay. And I think there's one more thing you said. And uh, if you want to repeat that to the audience, that will be good. I said, um, take a moment and and feel gratitude. Like, don't just think gratitude, but feel the gratitude in your body. Yes. Yep. That's a great thing to do. Yeah. Absolutely. Are there any other tips that you want to share or uh, you think that, people should start with these three first, and they will definitely notice some difference. I think people will notice a difference just starting, but I have two more that I'll suggest because mm-hmm. I think people take away what they want to take away. So sure. um, this is a hard one. I struggle with this one personally. Uh, when you're at when you're eating your food, it is best not to be distracted. Mm. 
especially distracted with a passive screen like a phone. I've learned that when we scroll the phone, we tend to hold our breath. And when we're holding our breath, we're giving our body the signal that we're stressed, there's something happening. And so we're putting ourselves back into a stress state when we hold our breath. So um, I will suggest as much as you can try not to, I eat lunch by myself and because I work from home and I have to really work hard to stay away from my phone. So I know it's a hard one, but it's a good one. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So definitely everybody who is listening, try to stay away from your phone. So maybe keep your phone in a different room altogether so that it's not even in front of you and you're not tempted to quickly look something on your phone. So absolutely, that's a great tip. And um, actually, now that you're saying, uh, I am going to start practicing that too, because sometimes, you know, you just kind of have that phone with you and you're sitting down to eat. And naturally, the natural reaction is you just you know, keep your phone on just to see what's going on on social media, right? Yes. It feels like an easy time to connect to social media when we eat. And that's right. when we're scrolling the most, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, okay. What is the next one you want to share with the audience? Well, so the last one I would just say is comes before the eating part and that's the cooking part. And I work with busy women who are kind of landing at home and probably feel like they need to put food on the table. Mm -hmm. And I hear universally, it's like a stressful, annoying experience. And so we're not going to work on changing that today necessarily. But one thing I would just say is, you know, pay attention to how you're arriving at the table to eat the food. If you've already gotten yourself kind of worked up about dinner, mm -hmm. if you notice that that's a place where you have stress, some things that I have done to help me I actually love to cook. But that time is just stressful, right? It's like a, you're usually busy. It's a very short amount of time. And whether you like to cook or not, you got to feed the people. So some things that I have done that have really helped me is one, lighting a candle before I start cooking, just to say like, okay, this is my time. Like what, you know, just kind of reset myself. Mm -hmm. Another thing is I made a cooking playlist with some of my fun favorite songs. And so I turned that on during that time as well, just to shift the energy. So uh -huh. it brings a little lightness and playfulness, which helps me yep. in relaxation. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So when I get to the table, I'm not ready to pull my hair out, you know, especially when I everybody agree. says, oh, I don't want to eat this. Oh, I know. I know. I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's such a common conversation at the dining table. I'm sure uh, many people have experienced that. Yes. Yes. Yep. Okay, well, that's good. I like that. Lighting a candle, absolutely love it. Uh, turning on some light music, you know, whatever kind of keeps you calm and relaxed. Perfect. I am going to implement that myself. So thank you so much for the, these tips. And I'm also going to sh uh, write these tips in my show notes. So uh, that way, everyone uh, will kind of catch that before they actually listen to the episode. So that's great. Now, the next thing I wanted to ask you, and uh, as I read your bio, um, you do something with the nervous system regulation. And I wanted to, maybe it's a big topic. I'm not too familiar with it. But um, is there a way, Emily, you can share a little bit with the audience as what exactly this nervous system regulation is? Hmm. It is a big topic. Um, yes. 
our nervous system is meant to keep us in a state of like calm alertness. Mm -hmm. And the more I've gotten to notice my nervous system, I've learned the little I've been able to anticipate will learn and anticipate the things that uh, trigger it and move it into a more activated place. Hmm. The mindfulness around your nervous system is like a control panel to your mood, basically to your responses, to your stress level. So when I work with my clients, we work towards um, like patterns and habits and events in their lives that trigger their nervous system, because Mm -hmm. all of this turns into these hardwired beliefs that we have. Mm -hmm. So things that activated our nervous system when we were three became like beliefs that we have, right, which can be quite limiting. So um, limiting and detrimental and not not great for our eudaimonia and Uh our well being, right? Uh So helping people really tune into that control panel and learn how to manage their own nervous system, I think is the best tool that, you know, people can really have. Wow, that's, that's really fascinating topic. And um, I'm sure this is a big topic. So probably, uh, we can actually do another episode on this. If if you are okay with this, because uh, I learned something new today, and I would definitely love to learn more about this. So Certainly, I'm going to um, put it down um, in my personal notes that I need to get back to you and maybe kind of uh, plan uh, to talk on this episode or this topic for my, one of my next episodes. So I would love yeah, it. Great. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, what is your best wellness tip that you can give to the audience today? Yeah, I think, you know, I just want to say that everybody is so individual and so it's hard to generalize tips, but this one I think is applicable to every single person. The best thing you can do for your wellness is get to know your body, like treat it as an ally. Mm -hmm. Uh, When you understand how your body works, you can then see that the symptoms that you're experiencing are symptoms. You can learn more about the root cause and start treating your own health issues. And for example, you talked about your nervous system. That's one piece of it, but Mm. really seeing your body as a ally, as you know, you're living in this space and it's giving us signs and signals all the time. And instead of feeling frustrated or mad or hateful towards those signs, really, you know, befriending it and finding out what it is. I think um, I am struck by the statistic that less than 3% of adults are happy, healthy, and on track to say that way. That's like, it's alarming to me. um, Here's two stats I want to read. 80% of people are quote unquote, mentally not flourishing. Mm. And 97.3% are not maintaining healthy habits, like nutrition, exercise. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And so, you know, in this culture, like it's going to end up that we're feeling like crap, right? We're feeling sick. And so Mm -hmm. the more we can really work with our bodies and help us help ourselves flourish, Mm -hmm. the happier and healthier we'll be. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. And I really like what you said is every person is very different. Everyone is unique. So uh, there is definitely 
not one kind of a generic thing that we talk about, but listening to our own body and listening to the cues that body is uh, giving us is extremely important. And again, going back to that busy lifestyle, I always feel that our body is giving us cues, our body is always communicating with us, but we do not pay close attention. And that's why many times we kind of, uh, you know, we don't catch some of the early signs of few things like illnesses or, uh, you know, some of the disease conditions. And that's when uh, if we start to listen to our body, we can catch it much earlier stage and we can actually help ourselves better being um, fit and healthy. Yeah, I so agree. We can find it when it's just a small little imbalance, right? Mm -hmm. Versus it's thrown something way off. Yeah. So do, don't wait until you actually start to feel um, symptoms and start to feel that something is not working well in my body, but rather uh, pay more close attention to what your body is trying to tell you. Because if you can catch those signs, then you can definitely prevent something big that could possibly happen in the future. So yeah, absolutely. Um, any other advice, any other things before we close our uh, today's session, today's podcast session? Well, what you were just saying was just making me think what um, what I feel like people struggle with. What I see my clients wait until they're ill, mm. until they seek health. And I just wish everybody could like start one new healthy habit today, no matter how how well you are today. Just okay try something new to keep yourself healthy. You don't have to wait until you feel like shit to ask for help. Absolutely. I, I agree with you. And even the small steps matter. Take baby steps. It doesn't need to be a big, huge change, right? Even if you uh, try to, uh, in, in an attempt to kind of develop a good sleep schedule, just trying to go to bed 15 minutes early than your scheduled time will certainly help you, right? Yes, making it achievable is key, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. All right. So thank you once again, Emily, for sharing your wisdom, your knowledge, and of course, for your time. I truly appreciate it. I'm sure uh, listeners have really loved this episode and they will be enjoying the information that you have shared in today's episode. So thank you once again. Thank you, Prashakta. I liked being here talking with you. Bye, everybody.